Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Marvel Rewind from Apocaflix Movies. My name is Gio. I am hosting this week, and I am joined by Mr. Jacob Bartley. We have two of the original OGs of this channel. Hmm. Jacob, how are you this Friday, sir? Man, uh, just in general, a lot of stuff going on. But when it comes to movies and TV, very excited, very happy. Just saw Shang-Chi last night. I mm. texted you how I felt. Very excited. Won't talk about that much here. But two MCU, brand new MCU things to watch back to back, including this episode of What If. It's just a good time to be alive and be a movie slash TV slash comic book property fan. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely an exciting time for Marvel, and we will be doing a Shang-Chi review on Tuesday's upcoming Apocalypse Now, so stay tuned for that. Make sure you guys get a chance to check it out in theaters this weekend, so that way you can join in on the conversation. But we are here for Marvel's current streaming show, What If?, which basically, if you haven't heard of it, it is alternate reality, alternate universe stories featuring our favorite characters in the MCU. This one, I believe, is episode four titled, What If Doctor Strange Lost His Heart Instead of His Hands? And if you've seen any previews or footage regarding this episode, basically, instead of Doctor Strange losing his hands, he loses his heart. And that is Christine Palmer, who in the live action movie was played by Rachel McAdams. So there is a lot of kind of retelling of that movie a little bit different. That's what What If is. It plays the story out a little bit differently from how we remember. So, Jacob, I want to ask you first, uh, what were your overall thoughts on the episode, your reactions when you saw this? Man, I, I mean, knowing me and, you know, I... I've become a big Doctor Strange fan ever since the first movie, and I guess I'm guessing you could guess that I loved this episode. It was, oh sure, it was very dark. It was very horrific, and not, you know, I I enjoy those elements of stuff. I'm not the biggest horror fan or whatever, but I enjoy those elements. And we've heard that the Multiverse of Madness is going to include a lot of horror elements, essentially be a MCU horror film. And this, not saying that this is directly going to connect. It could, it probably will, it might, but just saying that the tone that this had as far as that darkness goes and that those terrifying elements worked really well for me. And if they can put some of that into multiverse of madness into blade or whatever they have planned in the future, I I'm all in, but this episode it's tough because I missed last week's. I don't. And I loved last week's episode because mm -hmm. I, I had been saying that, the Ant-Man powers are so underrated. He's so powerful. Like he can beat anybody. I've been saying that and they proved that in that last episode, but this one might be my favorite because it is so heartbreaking this episode and you really feel it. So I enjoyed it overall very much. Yeah. I echo a lot of uh, what you just said uh, before the live action, Dr. Strange movie, there was an animated Dr. Strange movie done by Marvel animations. You actually told me to watch that. Yes. You're the one who told me to watch it, yep. And it reminded me a lot of that, just the, the tone, the uh, the horror elements, you know, yeah. sorcery, dark magic, and whatnot. 
but like you, <clears throat> excuse me, like you said, this is a very tragic story, you know, um, just, I mean, to lose the one you love and then to watch her die over and over and over again. I mean, it was like a time loop of just misery, you know, and just reliving that, that, that tragic moment over and over again. And we saw how it affected Stephen Strange every time he went through it. He became less and less hopeful and kind of succumbed to the evil side of the sorcery um like i said there was a lot of parallels from the dr strange movie to this episode so i want to touch on that first uh, jacob how'd you feel about the changes and the way it was done as far as taking the story from the dr strange movie as we know it and them doing that and their little twist in what if yeah, yeah. Real quick, uh, Jake says, what if Marvel told dark and sad stories? That's definitely right. what we got here on yeah. in this episode. But Agreed. yeah, that is something, Gio, that I noticed right off the bat. Obviously, the Watcher kind of takes us through these and gives us the kind of the setup, right? So we're not, it's not like the episodes just start and you're completely lost. You kind of get mm -hmm. the setup. And what I liked was up until him de defeating Dormammu, the only thing that was different was that Christine died. It's Christine, right? Christine, Christine Palmer. Palmer. Christine yeah. died, and he didn't lose his hands, and Christine was the motivating factor leading to him becoming the Sorcerer Supreme, right? So almost everything else is exactly the same. I mean, we didn't see any Mordo, so I don't know if that no, why, which is interesting. Maybe in this reality, he's not there. He doesn't exist, whatever the case is, but... And Mordo was the one who kind of warned him in the first movie about a lot of this dark right. magic and stuff. So maybe Mordo not being there is a reason why he ultimately led to that. Uh, another reason why, but uh, yeah, so it was really cool because they basically, it, I like that because it shows like, yes, one moment can change in history and lead to something later that happens later on. But for the most part, events are going to happen similarly until it comes down to, that one moment that changed and things that are related right. to that. So mm -hmm. I, I thought that was really clever and we've seen different paths, right? Like the T'Challa episode where it becomes star Lord, that everything was changed around everybody. Right. Sure. But like the captain Carter episode, a lot of the same events happened and this was very similar. A lot of the same events happened, but once he starts uh, like trying to bring her back is when things went crazy. And that's where we get the change in realities really yeah we and we've seen that theme before in movies where like one person's life is not worth the devastation that later happens mm -hmm. you know we've seen it in time travel movies post-apocalyptic movies so on and so forth and that really hits you on the head in this episode right here one other thing that was a difference uh christine and stephen strange are actually a couple i believe in the movie right they were exes in the movie so i i heard some other i heard some other youtubers saying where did this love for christine come from like i wasn't attached to their relationship and i'm like look when we meet them in dr strange they already had a relationship they, yes. they were romantically involved already they're exes that had to work together at at the hospital so there always was a romantic thing. I, I see some people trying to say that like they they made it a romantic thing just for this episode, but they were always romantically involved. And he always cared about her at the 
very low. What's the very last shot of Doctor Strange? He puts on the the watch that she gave him, mm-hmm. the broken watch that she gave him. Yeah, because that's his. That's like the only person he cares about before he got involved in this superhero stuff, right? So he always cared about her. Now in this reality, they're together. At I think that's the difference, right? Is they're yeah. actually together now? They never. Maybe they never broke up. You know, in the first place. So right. that which means that she goes with him to the event, which leads. But we find out that's no matter what he does, he can't change what happens to her. Yeah, and somebody pointed this, pointed this out online was that the all right. So the wreckage happens a little bit differently initially, right? Uh, he swerves into the other lane to pass the truck, but then yeah. he goes back. But then he gets rear-ended by somebody else. But from that moment on, the fall, the tumble of the car all the way to when it lands, uh, like right on the fence, mm-hmm. is the exact same. It's crazy. Yeah. How it happens, shot for shot. I was like, wow, that is just an, an incredible detail. And uh, something that really stood out for me this episode, they called it an absolute time point where mm-hmm. no matter what you do, no matter what happens, it will always go back to Christine Palmer dying, unfortunately. And so I want your thoughts on that. And then I'll ask you a follow-up question. Wow. Yes. The absolute point in time obviously was a major part of this episode and Mm -hmm. they made, especially the second half, right? You it's introduced and you really understand that it's importance, but it makes me think because we always say, Oh, time travel they can go back and fix anything right that's not necessarily true let's hypothetically let's say they wanted to go back and say make sure tony stark didn't die or something right maybe tony stark's death is a fixed point in time they can't he's gonna he has to die and make that sacrifice every single time hypothetically so i like that because what it does is it makes these situations like if in the future honestly what that does to me for me is it raises the stakes going forward because it means that if character dies, you just can't fix it with time travel. And I, I actually love that. That's a good point. That's been a criticism I have of Marvel live action is that, you know, like when a character dies, they're not really dead or it, it becomes a, a misdirection, right? Where it's like, oh, they're not really dead. We almost had you. And so I, I, I do like that they introduced that. Jacob, so far in this sacred timeline, the MCU live action movies, have we seen any absolute time points that no matter what going forward Hmm. characters will either stay dead events will still happen so on and so forth see i don't know because we wouldn't know right you could say every single character that died is an absolute point in time but we don't know um so are you just saying like do you have some in mind or you're just saying if i well, like speculate if, if, whether there are any or not. Can you think of any that would make like when you hear absolute time point, like this moment jumps in your head? Like for me, I think Tony Stark sacrificing himself doing the snap. Yeah, that's could be one. an absolute time point. Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, hypothetically, I was gonna say Tony, you know, what leads to him becoming Iron Man is, but we're gonna see that moment in the desert with uh with Killmonger. So we'll see how they play that because I was going to say, does Tony never become Iron Man if he doesn't end up in that cave? You know, that's, that's him ending up there, but you know what? And this, 
it may, I've always thought this, but this made me think of this is when Endgame happened, right? Everybody said, oh, we're, it's a time travel movie, right? They can fix anything with time travel now. Like, and one thing that I always thought that they can't go back and fix no matter what is Natasha's death. Because if they don't, if she doesn't sacrifice herself, they don't get the soul stone and they yeah. can't get the gauntlet back and recreate it and bring everybody back. So that another point of your example is they could go back and save Natasha, right? But then they don't bring everybody back. So it's sacrificing one life for the billions, right? So mm-hmm. Natasha's death has always I didn't know it was called this, but in in my mind Natasha's death was all was always the absolute point in time. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. While she might exist in other realities, yeah. you know, and whatnot in this current timeline, that's it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Doctor Strange does something unthinkable. He does, he does the Anakin Skywalker, where <laughs> he trains, he trains, he becomes really good at what he does, and then he decides. Oh wow! I didn't try. even think of Anakin, but that's a perfect comparison. Oh, yeah, that's because a perfect comparison. You become so good at your craft and what you do that there's you want more, and in this case, he wants to save the life of the one he loves yeah it's actually very um, similar (laughs) very very similar and um of course wong tells him you know you shouldn't do that and what happens dr strange does it anyway and it's the second time we've seen dr strange not listen to Wong. the first (laughs) being in spider-man no way home at least the trailer right (laughs) yeah the trailer so i'm just i'm seeing a pattern here and I'm I'm wondering where it leads into. Um, and then I thought about, you know, we talk about Cap and Bucky. Tony Stark and James Rhodey. I think Stephen Strange and Wong, those two are quickly becoming one of those duos that aren't talked about enough in the MCU. You know, you think about point, yeah. their, their time in Doctor Strange an infinity war when he's like, ah, I, I got a buck 75, give me something to eat. You know, their moments together. I think those two are going to be what cap and Bucky, uh, Tony and James were for those movies, but these two going forward. Yeah. I, I like that. And they Wong is becoming one of my favorite characters uh, overall. And has a little bit to do with the movie that I watched last night, but uh, I, I, um, yeah, I like that because, and you know, what's cool about that is, you know, Steve super soldier, essentially Bucky is, he's a super soldier as well. Sure. Tony Stark, iron, iron man, armor, roadie, iron man, armor, and Wong and, you know, Dr. Strange, both sorcerers. So it, every, like every one of those best bud relationships, they're, uh, you know, they ha- they're another version of the character when it comes to their powers, at least. Right. See, I, I think those two are going to be the the next duo to like in the future. Yeah, of the and they already have the banter, which is right. Great. Yeah. yeah, totally. So, what were some highlights for you as far as the what if episode goes? I mean, we oh could go through the higher the yeah. we'll go one by one. Switch. I off. think highlights are good. I mean, do you have some points or? I mean, yeah, I, I we got quite a bit of the ancient one in in this movie. That's a, and what's, that's a good point. 
what's what's funny is I think this is the first what if episode where everybody who played the character in in live action, as far as major characters go, they voiced it. Like Rachel McAdams as Christine, Cumberbatch as Strange, uh, Wong as that's his name, right? BD Wong is that his name? What's his name? What's yeah, his name? I think. <laughs> yeah, Wong I think Wong. it is BD Wong. Yeah. Yeah, and then Tilda Swinton, Which, perfect for him, right? <laughs> right, as as the ancient one. And um, we only got a little glimpse of hey, the and strange. Go ahead, Leslie Bibb as the reporter on the TV. Oh, she's a uh, Christine ever ever. Yeah, ever something like that. Yeah, something like that from uh, Iron Man, right? Yeah, going mm-hmm. all the way back. So wow, who who would have thought she would still? I saw her name in the credits, and I was like, wait a minute, that's the same character from Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, the ancient one tries to stop Strange after Strange it, it goes through a Groundhog Day slash Edge of Tomorrow type of time loop, where he keeps seeing Christine Palmer die again and again and again. And so Ancient One is like, "You gotta stop, okay? Or I'm gonna have to stop you." Mm-hmm. And I think that would have been a fascinating fight had it played out all the way. I think just seeing the sorcerer supreme versus the former sorcerer supreme that would have been crazy in my opinion absolutely and uh somebody else brought this up online forget who but they were saying that because his hands weren't broken he was able to learn faster so he became more powerful faster because his hands weren't broken so at that point i think he's more powerful than our you know main timeline sacred timeline dr strange is and so and he's supposed to go on to become like the most powerful being other than i guess wanda right which we've right we because we they literally told us that wanda becomes more powerful than him but yeah so maybe doctor maybe strange supreme even wins that because he's just so smart you know and he's so powerful but it, it was very interesting like i when they talk about the split thing and i think is that when she does it but we don't know that she does it yet yeah she did the split so that I didn't that caught me off guard. I was like, wait, what? There was like, do they have time to, for this? <laughs> like when it happened, but it, it worked out actually. Yeah. So what happens is Ancient One is uh going to battle with Doctor Strange, and then Ancient One does a blast and it splits Doctor Strange into two. One half of him remains here, and I'm gonna just say the bad half or the stubborn half goes off to like some ancient time and finds a library we're introduced to a character named obeng i think his name is o-b-e-n-g-h i'm not sure how to pronounce that uh who turns out to be kind of like the i don't know the the librarian of the ancient library with all the books and the spells Mm -hmm. and whatnot and there, uh, Doctor Strange figures out that in order to get Christine Palmer back, his love, he has to summon a power that requires power from other beings. So we see him do his best Shang Tsung, where yeah, he summons people, yeah. and then he takes their powers, very much like, your soul is mine kind exactly, of Exactly, yeah. And, you know, it's just creature after creature 
and it's just it literally goes on for years like it goes on for like 30 years or something right like yeah because he said centuries and i'm like wow how does time pass in there because strange didn't age at all but the librarian Mm. obeying is like on his deathbed he's oh they said centuries yeah they said centuries oh my goodness so how like what was going on out in the world when he was doing that? That's crazy, you know. Well, remember like, he went back to where he went to uh, like a, a ancient time or something. I get it. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense now. That yeah, no, that makes sense. And dude, when he's just when monster after mon- creature after creature is popping up and he's just sucking in their souls, that that was. And then you see like the parts of them in him. That was so. Look, I, I'm not. I'm not saying I was like shivering in my boots or nothing. But like, if I was a kid watching that, that's it's scary. Yeah, dark. it really is. Yeah. Uh, it. Yeah. And I. I loved that because we. Not that they wouldn't do it in live action, but we haven't seen something like this in live action yet. And I think oh, we will. Yet. I think we will. But that was just, just shocking to me. But I. I loved it. One creature we did see again was the same one from Captain Carter, the first episode, yes. the squid creature, who some believe is a character in the comics named Shuma Gorath, uh, basically a tentacle creature with like one giant eye. Yeah. Big character in the comics among the Doctor Strange lore. Uh, from what I've told, I haven't read those issues but they believe there's a reason why this character is re- reappearing again. Could Has play popped up twice in four episodes. Yeah, that's a big yeah. deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a line through all of this that the librarian, Obang, said, there is a fine line between devotion and illusion. Love can break more than your heart. It can shatter your mind. That is so true i i mean yeah like you know it just uh, love is yeah many things but you know it, it it can affect you you know and we see it with dr strange all of a sudden i get the sense in my mind that he you know he he has more than enough power in my mind i'm thinking okay dude you have enough power but you keep taking more and more is this about Christine anymore or is this just that's what I was wondering too? Cause he just kept doing it. Right. He kept doing it. And he, they didn't show us that like he would do it and then go try to save her real quick. Oh, that didn't work. I need more power. He just kept absorbing power without going to try and save her. But I just think he maybe wanted to make sure he had enough. I, I don't know that it was pretty crazy to me. Like that he was, I, I thought, okay, let's absorb a few souls. Right and then or whatever take the essence from a few beings and let's go try to save her again but he didn't do that you know what this reminds me of and you might roll your eyes but there's a line in batman v superman where lex luther says you know what the greatest lie in america is senator it's that power can be innocent i thought that played very well into this episode right here because at first he's like I just want to really want to save her. But to your point, he keeps taking more and more mm-hmm. and more and more. You know, it's like that. Uh, It's like that rush that you get, you know, when you get a like on social media and all of a sudden it's not about, you know, just you just you want more. You want more. And I don't know. Yeah. I'm getting, like some. No, weird. that makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, but even the watcher was disturbed. He said, I could interfere if I want and, you know, kind of show him to the right path, but it's not worth the destruction of the other universes. We saw quite a bit of watcher in this movie. Yeah, he was like, it's weird because I got the sense that he's watching from a distance. He's watching everybody right. from a distance and like mm-hmm. he's not close up, but maybe because depending on what's going on. And I thought in the comics, there's more than one watcher, right? Or no, am I, I don't know. I, I thought well, there were multiple watchers. In volume two of guardians, we saw three. Yeah. So my understanding of watchers is that there's more than one, but so maybe he's assigned to this universe at the moment or whatever the case is, or I don't know, but that was very weird. Like the fact that he's just like hovering above him, but like you can't, he can't see him, but Dr. Strange, because he's probably so powerful, he felt him and, and we see him talk to him directly at, at the end. And he's like, I can feel you there. Like you can stop this. Dude. How was, tragic was, was that crazy. ending? I know we're jumping forward a little bit, but let's just get, nah, it, I mean, let's get to it. Yeah. Dude. He's like, no, no, I realize my mistake. Please help me stop. And Christine Palmer, she's back, but she's slowly going away again. Like she, like her, her soul or her life, whatever is like going away. Draining. Yeah, I, see, I was confused about that, but so whatever he was doing over all those centuries, whatever he's doing was causing the whole entire universe dimension yep. to be destroyed. So everything yep. was like melting away in that black goo or whatever. Right. So, he destroyed the world that him and Christine lived in. So when he brings her back, what is there to live for? Because exactly. he already destroyed everything. So And she's a regular human being. So when she comes back, he already destroyed the world. So she's going to de- be destroyed with it. Exactly. And also, I was curious, is he so powerful that he doesn't get destroyed by it? Yeah, because in the end, he ended up in that sort of... That it would be like a mirror dimension where he was just in his own little... dude. That would be, wouldn't that be like a, just a nightmare to be stuck in there forever? And yeah, knowing that you were just too stubborn, you, too much of an ego to listen to anybody else because you thought with, uh, never mind. I was going to say, <laughs> never mind. I was, ooh, hey, hey, but at least from the trailers, we know we will see the character again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 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 With her, uh, him and Captain Carter. Yep. So yeah. I don't know what's going on there, but we'll um, we'll see him again, and maybe we'll see him again in live action. Maybe. We'll see. Man. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> let's let's jump back a little bit. So, uh, good Doctor Strange versus uh, Cuckoo Doctor Strange, and uh, it that moment reminded me of. Uh, Vision and Vision and how they talked in WandaVision, right? Did you get that sense? White Vision and uh, oh yeah, Wanda's Vision. No, that was that was a yeah. I didn't think about that at the time, but that makes sense. Yeah, that was that was pretty interesting, and I I was I was shocked during that fight. Like I I thought the good Doctor Strange was going to win, and another interesting thing about that is, uh, which I didn't realize at first, is that because they're split they're they're sharing the the powers like yeah. they're basically half as powerful as they could be because they're they're split in half so i once he gets once he absorbs the other doctor strange that that's his ultimate power right there which was pretty crazy but yeah it does remind me of white vision and 
fake vision. <laughs> yeah, we even saw the capes. Their capes go at it, too. That was something. Yeah, and I can't believe he took his cape from a bug. Like, first of all, why does that giant bug have a cape? Second of all... Oh, because I think the, the bug was a sorcerer wherever that bug came from. Were all of them sorcerers? sorcerers? I believe so. Because he oh, needed their power. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes sense. So is what he does to those sorcerers, is that, oh no, because Mordo takes away the guy's sorcery's powers in the post credit scene of Doctor Strange. Well, Brat, yeah. But he, like, he's still alive, though. He just takes his sorcerer powers that were allowing him to walk again, right? So right. I was going to say, is that the same thing? But no, it's not. But yeah, that was crazy, man. Yeah, man. So in the end, it was uh, not a happy ending. And um, we don't get too many of those in comic book movies, uh, whether it's, you know, live action movies or even streaming uh, animated. Um, so that was kind of refreshing for myself. You know, it, it left you like, oh, man, like, you know, not everything is all sunshine and rainbows in every universe, you know, so, uh, you know, count your blessings. But your final thoughts on what if and Doctor Strange had he lost his or whatever the episode's called. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? I believe there is what go. it's called. But uh, I look, I've liked every single episode so far of what if. So I can't even choose a favorite. But this one, like they're all just almost on par with each other. They're like, I'm not comparing these to the movies or anything. You know, this is a different it's just a shorter storytelling. It's it's alternate universe. It's a right. different, uh, you know, alternate story. But I I really like them for what they are. And this one is just right on par with the rest, which have all been great so far. Um, question for you, Geo: Who wins, Thanos with the gauntlet? So Infinity War, Thanos with the gauntlet, or Doctor Strange Supreme? This Doctor Strange, this Doctor Ooh. Strange, fully powered, like basically you know i'm gonna have to give it to the gauntlet yeah because i don't think this doctor strange when he falls into that um when ancient one sends him into the the, the live wherever the ancient library yeah. he doesn't have the eye of agamotto with him mm -hmm. he has a lot of powers but with Thanos and the Infinity Gauntlet and that Oh, I guess that's true because this if he's fighting Thanos then the uh, the time stone would be on the gauntlet, right? He wouldn't have yeah. the time stone to fight him. Yeah, that's that's way too powerful. Okay, so and even when we saw him fight him in Infinity War, he didn't have the full gauntlet. So No, he had the power, space and reality. Yeah. So. I wonder if you just give Strange the the uh, time stone and then Thanos gets the gauntlet with the other five stones. That would be maybe a little bit more fair. <laughs> yeah. 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 I would give yeah. this strange a shot, a chance though, in that fight. I think yeah. it would be close. I mean, with all those powers that he took from the sorcerer, you know, you just, I mean, to, to call it a Mike Tyson first round knockout. No, nah, you don't do that. It would, uh, it would go at least six rounds um, in my, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, true. Who knows? Maybe we'll see that one day. But that's going to do it, guys. That's it for our Marvel Rewind. What if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? 
leave us your thoughts, your comments. What do you think about the show overall? And what do you think about this episode? Remember, we will be talking Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. The Sacrament Tuesday on Apocalypse Now. So make sure you watch it between now and then. And uh, Jacob, thank you so much for joining me. This was a fun conversation oh, for yeah. a very dark episode. It was oh, yeah. actually a, a nice conversation to have. Thank you to Jeffrey, to Star Drew, to Jake Berlin, and whoever else is watching. I pre We appreciate your time and your subscriptions. And we will see you guys next week for another Marvel Rewind What If episode. Until then, you guys be safe.